crush. She's talking about, oh, yeah, that's why I only date dope dealers because they come with the fast cash and all. And was dead serious, bro. Oh, wow. Was dead. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm just, yeah. Well, we guess we got, I got to get my weight up then, shit. I'm not doing some no fast cash. I got some scratch offs for her. She wants no, some I'm fast cool. cash. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I, yeah, you get five dollars <laughs> free tickets. <on. laughs> uh, let's let's do it. You tell me. All right. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Pseudonym Slim, aka Potamus Prime, aka Bun Bumblebee, aka Metroflex, coming in, getting on the one time. New episode alert, new episode alert. Gentlemen, how's it going? That's good, man. Everything's good out here, man, in this uh, Loganville, Georgia. You know, we're getting that heat back, so people uh-huh. getting them sundresses on, so you know it's, that it's the season for, for all the reasons. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here with it, but uh, now I'm doing good, man. I'm ready, ready. Yeah, you know what Jada said, been waiting for a long time <laughs> for those sundresses. <laughs> Just came back from Jam Rock, you know. How to shit out there? Yeah, I saw you do some kind of decathlon or something. What was going on? Yeah, there? man, it was a little race. The, the guy, the little, the, the 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 dude that worked at the resort, he tricked me. He like, yeah, we doing a a beer chug for hundred dollars. I said, oh, oh why? <laughs> this is this is easy hundred. <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> we get, we get lined up. He like, oh, we walking over here. I'm like, my man, the bar is that way. Yeah. He like, nah, you gotta swim over and then do ten pushups and then drink the beer. I'm like, oh, I'm losing that. Them white boys be swimming, boy. I was, you know, <laughs> I had the black man swim going head over on top of the water. <laughs> had to grab the wall and shit. <laughs> oh, man. They got me like that in uh, DR one time I went. And there was like some kind of competition. You had to swim around the pool. He was doing all these exercises. Then you had to like dance at the end. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm just drunk. I'm belly flopping in the pool. The right. audience is like, oh, my God. Right. I, was like, I, had, I had the push-ups and the, and the beer down. That's swimming. <laughs> Here, here we go for, for, the, for the first oh, time. No. Oh, look at that terrible last stroke. That's so terrible. That stroke bankrupt. Oh, look at here to stop it up. Oh, that shit bankrupt. Oh man. Oh man. Come on, Nip. Come on, Nip. The current, the current, it was a it was a little, it was a thing with the current back then. Oh, oh okay. It was a lazy yeah. river, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh. Here we go. Look at walking out of the pool. We got to pull this cat up. He's trying to be cool now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Here we go. This is what we came to see. You're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you have it. You know. Instead of Aquaman, you're Black Woman. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) We should have gave you some little flippers or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were struggling. We're trying to take you out with that current, man. Hey, well, listen, I still came in third, though. Hey, that's what's up. How many? It was three people? No, I was like eight. Dang. Oh, Oh, so they was... Anybody yeah. get real like messed up? They couldn't finish. No, nah, the one dude, he was the one like two dudes in front of me. He was hung over. He was just trying to throw up. Like we was in line. He like, yo, I'm hung over. Like said, I don't know. <laughs> so he he couldn't even finish the beer. He drank half the beer and then stopped and then like leaned over <laughs> and he ended up finishing the yeah. 
They, they'd have crazy. got me on the 10 push-ups. That's what would have killed me. Them 10 push-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm cool. I'd have, I'd have swam that. I'd have swam through that thing real quick. Once it's push-ups, I said, oh, nigga done. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> but I still take that bit while you at it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. They well, tripped cool. us anyway. They said it was 100 bucks, and it was like, ah, it's 100 Jamaican bucks. All right. And it's like, with this look, 30 cents. Like 30 cents. <laughs> Y'all better give me some, some Yemon coin over here. What you talking about? <laughs> Motherfucker gave him to his kids to play in a gumball machine. Right. right. Damn. right. <laughs> Can't win for losing, but that's cool. Glad you had a good vacay with the fam. We're glad to have you back once again on the podcast. And so, fellas, let's jump right into it. So we got a few different topics for you all tonight. Starting off, you know, we're covering this whole um, series of events with Kevin Samuels. You know, it seems like the whole YouTubian Avengers is coming after him. You know, they're trying to take his crown. Most recent, DJ Envy. So I think on the uh, Breakfast Club, in a recent clip I heard a little bit earlier today, uh, he was talking about how uh, Kevin Samuels used to work at – Hermes and uh, was trying to sell, you know, get people to come into the store and, and buy things and, you know, trying to style them and, and what have you. Uh, and then Kevin Samuels rebutted and was saying, hey, you know, when I go to the store, I go to shop. I'm not lollygagging. I'm not doing all that. And then he went on to start throwing the defamation around saying, hey, you know, you're on the syndicated radio. You're throwing this stuff out there like it's true. You know, hey, defamation exists. That's all I'm saying. So. We got a little bit spice there, you know. Uh, Kevin Sands famous for being a little bit spicy anyway, so just keeps on rolling. Gentlemen, what do you think? What's going on? Spicy or zesty? Maybe a little both. <laughs> a little seasonal, I guess. I don't know. Salad Supreme, something's going on. So, wait, so I'm, I'm, I must have missed this. So Envy said that he – but he, he said he used to be a stylist or an um... image consultant. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have to go to the stores and buy clothes and all that mm-hmm. for your your clients and shit. So what was the what was the knock for that? I think Envy was trying to say that like he worked at the store. He was just like an, a salesman at the store, and then you're gonna just do that, and then now you're trying to tell all these black women you know how to live and all this stuff. Aka, you know, one two three x y z, all that kind of stuff. And he was trying to go at them that way, but. Uh, I don't know. Envy been soft since he got caught cheating and had to go in the view, yeah. dress it in front of him. <laughs> the, the, the the big fat lady. What was her name? Uh, Lonnie Love or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, come on, man. I, I I don't got whatever envy. I, and I respect envy. His hustle, mm-hmm. real estate, the bread. I it take a lot of work to get where you at. I'm not. Yeah, but you can't hate on another black man just because you're trying to look good for your wife, bro. Like, come on, like, don't, 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 don't do that. Yeah, he kind of like a toothless tiger at this point. You know, that took all the wind out of his sails. That whole scandal. So we we kind of rely on Charlemagne for the the hot takes. Anytime it comes from envy, it's a little bit lukewarm. Yeah, Charlemagne be on that bullshit too. Yeah. Well, so, well, son, hey, don't talk about the god like that. Uh, <laughs> don't, he ain't catching the stray on this one. Go slow down, slow down, down. Um, <laughs> Black One, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like Envy was playing them to be like, oh, I remember when you used to be outside of Hermes begging people to give you money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing his job oh, trying to bring customers in. And then, um, but the biggest thing is like, Envy's like, oh, you know, we're not trying to support people who are breaking down black women and all that. And all I'm going to do is to say, just everybody go to la- the last week's show where we talked about Samuels and uh, Dr. Obis two weeks ago, show we talked about Dr. You know uh, Samuels and Dr. Umar. Yeah, these black women come on the show. 
So when you come on this show, you kind of expect what you're going for. That's like if I go to a Nickelodeon show and I get slimed, I can't be like, oh, man, they disrespecting yeah. black men because they sliming yeah, all the time on Nickelodeon <laughs> that I showed up and went to. Like, nah, like you come to the show, you do that. But also, too. 12 years of slimery. Right, <laughs> but that's the thing. He be getting at brothers too. He be slapping, yeah. he be trying brothers think, up on there. I mm-hmm. think he, I think he way more disrespectful to the guys than he is to the hundred. When he told me he was short and fat and broke and all this shit, <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you short? You fat? You broke? <laughs> right. So you could do something. So you can't do shit about short, but you could do something about fat and broke. <laughs> Golly, he's going at the next. And then, so I'm gonna be real with you. Like, and I know I just cape for Charlemagne, but I lost respect for Envy when the Jesus and Merle thing happened. Mm-hmm. When the Jokers came on the show and apologized to this man to his face, and that wasn't good enough for Envy, like because they made jokes about his situation. But one, mm-hmm. if you weren't caught out in the streets, they wouldn't have had nothing to joke on. Let's mm-hmm. start there. Two, he's like, oh, I was mad because you made it seem like my wife is just in it for the money. Nigga, why you think she leave you? You think if you was a broke <laughs> nigga, she would have stayed with you after you did all that? You wouldn't have stayed with me, not for yeah. these seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's stop that, Envy. Like, let's keep it a hundred with you. And but and that's so that's what lost respect for me because I feel like if another man, so like if quote unquote they embarrass Envy publicly, if another man comes and publicly apologizes to you and is sincere about it, like you a grown man, accept the apology and move on. Like, mm-hmm. don't hold on to it. But when I saw him. Making the funk and get up and leave, and then finally the second time, then he finally wanted to talk. They been with Paul. They was like, "Damn, maybe we didn't know it was like that." Also, if you knew it was like that, if you, and you knew they was going to be your your guests, why you ain't shoot them a text or something? Being like, "Hey, look, I'm really not rocking with y'all." Like, but mm-hmm. like, it should have been a conversation before you got on the air. So it made me feel like you was trying to front them on the air, like mm-hmm. for something that you could have handled behind the scenes. Because I yeah. guarantee you, he never hit them up and was like, "Hey, if y'all come on the show, I'm gonna leave." He yeah. did that shit on him to try to embarrass him. So that would make me already not rock with him. It? I don't have a problem with him addressing it on the air. If they if they made whatever, public statements, he didn't feel, yeah, mm-hmm. and he can address it. But I don't, he, he addressed it like a hoe. Like, I, That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I disrespect my wife. I appreciate that. And they were like, oh, my bad. It wasn't like that. We just cracking. All right, cool. Fine. It's over with. Like, yeah. He had like a hoe getting up, stomping off and shit. Switching and shit, yeah. Right. <laughs> Charlamagne was like, he had what? Yeah, beige rage, attitude and shit, and beige rage and shit. Like, <laughs> the best part about it is like, I Charlamagne gonna clown this man, but like, Charlamagne be on one sometimes. Like that, your man just got up and left like that. I ain't saying you gotta ride with him, but you at least can't start clowning him. Like, <laughs> that's your bands. You gotta fall back. Nah, you can clown him. If he acting like a hoe, you can clown your man. If he acting like a hoe, yeah, you can you can you can clown. Him. If this is if right. this is what we do, yeah. If I start acting like a hoe, y'all better start clowning me. <laughs> Look, I get yeah, on this drink, start crying like oh, I can't believe he cut his mic, cut his mic. Yeah, y'all better keep that clown. same energy. We start talking about Joe Button later today. Keep y'all that same clown. energy. <laughs> I, I feel the same. We, we gonna get there. Keep that same energy. We'll get there. Mm, but yeah, yeah, that was that was a it was a trip. I'm, I'm wondering who's gonna come out the woodwork next on Kevin Samuels. I feel like people are just caping really at this point because even if you watch some of his pods, I feel like the vast majority of the women calling in are like trolling anyway. Like they not taking it serious. There are a few that are like really serious that are going in, but from the ones I've seen, like you can tell the girls in on it. She's like, well, yeah, like she's just trying not to laugh. 
Like he's saying wild stuff to them, and they trying to. I like, think they be dead serious with what they want, bro. Just like I'm about to make me mad. So we, I watched this video today. <laughs> I know about this somebody. I watched this video today where this lady is on this thing, and she's blaming racism for uh, black, specifically black women being overweight. So this other lady gets up and she's like, ah, yeah, uh, as a black woman, you born with stress automatically. And then both my parents died and I had to go to the repass and then racism causes stress and the diets don't work the same for black people. They do for white. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, mm. this, I don't think that they playing. I think it's a real, like, they real. Right. It's crazy. Look, I think with that, bad. it's, I definitely do think racism plays into stats with black folks as far as like blood you know high blood pressure and all that kind of stuff because there's places where there's no grocery stores there's only like carry out they weren't like talking food. about that they weren't talking about food does it they were talking about personal life stress and racism affecting they weren't talking about they weren't talking about food deserts they weren't talking about the quality of food they weren't talking about chinese stores and, and liquor stores hitting the community no they were uh-huh. talking about straight racism mm-hmm. hitting, and those are parts of racism i'm not saying they uh-huh. aren't but they were talking about the physical effects of racism were making them fat. Oh, and I'm talking about these are some big greasy motherfuckers, man. God dang. I've been fat my whole life. I I done came down, got skinny for a little minute, came back up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not you the diet work. If you if you eat less and you exercise more, you lose mm-hmm. weight. Racism don't stop you from being small. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna throw them some a little small bit of cape. And it's only the minuscule amount. It, it ain't a lot. Because you're right. You, you're 100% right. That the diet formula is very easy. It's it don't matter easy. what skin, complexion. I, I agree. It's hard I to do, say, but the formula is easy. It's hard to do, but yeah, the formula yeah, is yes. easy. Yeah. I will give a little bit of cake because we do know that added stress makes it harder to lose weight. That is a known Cortisol. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a known thing. That we can't argue this. Lip. We know the extra stress they've known, it makes it your body actually retains weight because it's stress. That's a known thing that happens to your body. I'm not saying because of racism. I'm saying that all stress can do it. So if they're trying to say that racism is causing them, making it harder for them to lose weight, I would say I'm with you. But I'm with you when you say racism ain't causing them to be fat. Racism ain't making them put the KFC in their mouth. Like, yeah, ain't, ain't nobody say, hey, hey, you nigga, you like chicken. Eat this chicken. And you was like, well, I'm racist. It's racism. And they got me in like, nah. <laughs> If the racism are really got you, you'd want the Popeyes anyway. So all I'm saying is, I agree with you. All I'm saying is, if, if any point of theirs was that stress makes them retain weight, that is a known, like, medical thing that I will agree with. Okay. But right. other than that, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I have a question. So yeah. what is what is arguably the number one cure or remedy for stress and depression. Once again, we're not arguing with you. We know you're right. I'm we, just we asking. Agree with you. I'm just, so what's what's the answer? Exercise. Exercise. Goddamn exercise. You got to put in the clip from um, Norbit. You want to be uh... stress free? Get your get your big ass out and goddamn track and walk around. Sir. <laughs> Deal with it. You got to put what in the nutty professor training montage where he was going. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, again, I'm with you. You that, just want to be big. You just want to be big. Like this time around, when I was smaller, I said, I don't like the way my body looks. The skin looks fucked up. I'm going to get big. I'm just going to eat and get bigger because it looks, it don't right. look as bad, whatever. It was a dumb decision, but I did it. Like, I, just be real with yourself. Like, you don't, it's hard to eat lettuce and drink water and go to bed hungry and get up and exercise. That shit is yeah. hard. 
Yeah. It's hard. It's easier to eat some KFC, drink a beer, drink some Kool-Aid, eat some ice cream and cake, and and, and watch goddamn Sisters of Sisters of Loneliness or <laughs> My Six Hundred Pound Life or whatever it is that you want to watch on TV and chill. It's hard. But don't start talking about oh, because I'm black, I can't lose. Come on, bro. <laughs> I, and I would even understand if it was like, okay, we talking about like being my stand, like because I was chasing my being my shit, and it was like, it's oh, no way I'm gonna be, it's no yeah. way I'm gonna be 153 pounds. It's just not gonna happen. If you yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. 20 or 30 pounds of weight, and it's like, and anyway, this is the good when they think of that's not the, the 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 issue right now. If you talking about a little bit of weight like that, okay, yeah, I'll give it to you. I understand. Like certain shit happens. The, the difference between how black people's bodies are built or just different people. Not, it don't even have to do with color, just mm -hmm. different ethnic groups mm -hmm. and different body types, the way they digest food, whatever. So you're talking about fit. These motherfuckers was like 400, 450, like <laughs> just fat all in the neck area and shit, just biscuits all up in here. Gravy and they wanted a high quality man. Yeah, you, you, you got shoes on, you fucking... Your feet plumping over the top of this. Come on, dog. That ain't racism, G. That's all Popeyes in this shit. Yeah, you pop <laughs> the top on the, the, on the red lobster biscuits, man. Did they all? Did they all want to have value, man? Too. I don't know what they. They. they the discussion didn't, didn't talk about that. They, they, they might have one. Look. <laughs> that. Come on, bro. <laughs> Before we get canceled, because <laughs> you know they be on Facebook. They're gonna come for us. The fat oh, was popping off through their shoes. God damn. <laughs> Trying to escape. Oh, man, man, you know that's the thing, man. I used to have a crazy lean in my shoes when I was, <laughs> I was like 350. Man, my shoes was lean, men. They, they was holding on. <laughs> well, you had an Air Force One and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, I had all that. <laughs> yeah. oh, Talk about. Mm, mm, feet mm. all over top of the size of the chucks. <laughs> yeah, yes. I ain't messing with you, man. Chris, what's the next topic, man? Next I ain't topic. With you, man. J. Cole, J. Cole, J. Cole, J. Cole. We're coming back in. So, we knew uh, Cole released his album to a lot of positive acclaim, you know, in the streets, on Twitter. Everybody's giving Cole a lot of praise for his latest project. Um, it's entitled The Off Season. Uh, we, you know, we've had a little bit of discussion about J. Cole in previous episodes. I know Nip is, is pretty vocal about his stance, but let's break this up. What I want to do is kind of get into the album, say how you like the album, and then we'll also kind of get into J. Cole's overall respect level just in hip hop culture. Okay, so I'll throw I mean, it over to you, Jay, first. I mean, I'll jump right into it. Uh, the album was good, man. I, I can't, I can't funk on it. Um, I think the missing element of his previous albums that he gets into on this one that he has a bunch of features on this one. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a whole a huge cold head like myself, I'm not. I'm not a cold world dude and all that. Friday night on whatever. Mm -hmm. Getting cold doing what he does best, which is usually featuring on other people's stuff. The album felt like Cole was featuring on Cole's own album, which mm -hmm. I was fine with. The lyrics was hard. He he mm -hmm. went. He did what he did. He did what Cole does. But I felt like he had more energy because I felt like he was trying to prove to people that like, yeah, I, I am the best rapper of this generation, regardless if we agree or not. Mm -hmm. He did feel like that's what he was out to prove. And I think putting other artists on there and going in, um, I just want to give a special shout out to which I don't think everybody's already done. That him and him and Twenty One Savage got like, yeah, it's yeah, some yeah. good when they get together on a track. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they need to do a whole album together because yeah. a lot, and then this new one, like they 
it seems like he brings out the dopest shit out of 21 Savage, and 21 puts Cole right in a nice pocket. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I mean, I know we haven't gone to our ratings yet, but I liked it, man. I, I'm I'm down for it. Um, I guess we throw it over to uh, yeah, you yeah, know, we got, the, we got the president of P A W R Potters <laughs> against white rappers, Mr. Nick himself. Take it away, Nick. I, I'm going to be honest. I did like it. Um, for some reason, I still don't like his voice, man. I know <laughs> I got to throw a little hate in there. I don't bang with his voice. I just, I can't say that I could listen to it all day back to back. I can't say that I could, but if we talking a quality hip hop album, I like that he put the features on there. I like that he had different flows on there, showed his versatility, yeah. the lyrics, talked about some personal shit, the shit with him and Puff. Like it, it was a it was it was a it was a great album. It was it was a great album, um, mm-hmm. great lyrics, great production. Like it was it was a solid solid joint. I don't I don't got no only hate I got is I don't like your voice, and that's not really it. <laughs> right, you were listening to his good. album. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's just was like whatever, like all right, cuz you just Side note, like I heard the, the lyrics on the him and what happened with the him and puff thing. Do y'all know? Like, well, there's a fake st- so from and we'll get into Joe Bunn a little bit later, but I think on one of his more recent episodes, he was alluding to the fact that the story that's floating around about the fight is not really what happened. Um, apparently, he was saying that, um, well, not Joe, but on the internet, if you read around, the story is that uh, back in, I think, like 2012, 2013, I don't know, one of those, whichever year, Macklemore won uh, the best hip-hop album that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an after-party, and this is when you know Kendrick had just featured on uh, Big Sean's Control and, you know, had that crazy control verse. And he was saying he's the king of New York and all that kind of stuff. So at the party, Cole and Kendrick were sitting near each other, right? And then uh, I guess Diddy was kind of lit. So he's walking around and he started going in on Kendrick. Like he walks over there and he goes to try and like spill a drink on Kendrick's head. But then Cole jumps up and the story is that Cole starts going in on Diddy saying like, you know, you the reason why rappers can't be competitive. You got Biggie and, and Pot killed and all this stuff. And he's kind of just going off at him. Oh, shit. And then they start the fighting and everything. And then it's kind of like a big tussle. And somebody was saying Beyonce was screaming. and was... <laughs> So that's kind of the, the internet story. But Joe Budden was saying that there's something else happened. So I don't know. You know, he's Diddy's man. Mm. So he probably was trying to cape for Diddy. Who knows? But that's the story <laughs> about that. Okay. But um, good, just, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Jumping into so my take on the album, um, it definitely was a good album. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I feel like I'm gonna revisit this in the future. Um, I, I like the features. I like that Cole switched up his flow a lot. I mean, he does switch up his flow on his projects, but this one it was definitely um, I would say more upbeat than downbeat. Uh, lyrics was on point. Features good selections. I really like the joint he had with um. 20 uh ooh, was it 21 or who was the jump with maury maury was on the hook was that the 21 savage song i believe so or that well was that the little baby one that was a little baby one i think yeah yeah that was no that was 21 savage okay yeah that okay. was a 21 My savage. Life. yeah yeah that was hard I, I like that dude too that was singing the hook he's got a lot of kind of like hits out there right now he's got well, a, yeah, a few yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah yeah the, the track star jump and then it's another one too like in my hood or something like that. I don't know. They both bang. So I like him. I'm looking forward to seeing more stuff from him. But yeah, it was a good project. One of my favorites from Cole. Um, and that kind of leads me into my next sort of subtopic here with K with uh, J. Cole, his overall respect level in hip hop. So 
over the past two days, I went through his whole discography, listened to all the Cole's uh, albums that he put out. Um, and I would say, in hindsight, uh, I think I'm a bigger Cole fan than I thought listening to the projects back over again. But I would say one criticism is that, uh, especially like his last two before this one, I feel like for your eyes only definitely was a bit of a snoozer. Like you got to be kind of in the mood to really listen to some introspective hip hop to kind of play that front to back. And then some parts of KLD were a little bit kind of um, slower too. It was kind of like, you know, a, a bit of a snoozer there. But outside of there, like I think all of his projects hold up. They weren't bad projects, mind you, but it's something you might want to like put on when you're driving versus, you know, you with some friends or something and you want to listen to some music because it, you know, he, he gets pretty deep with some of his bars about his life and some of his struggles and stuff like that. But I would say I think I'm a bigger fan than I thought. I know the the fun topic on Twitter and stuff, you know, you got the Cole fans and then the non-Cole fans. You know, the whole thing. I ain't listening to no J. Cole on Friday tweet. That went Hell yeah. Listen to no goddamn J. Cole on Friday. Yeah, then you got the whole Cole fans like, oh, you know, you got to be smart to listen to J. Cole. He's just not anybody. So, you know, you got that dichotomy there. I just want to get your opinion, fellas, where you sit on kind of that fence. Are you more on the fan side or more on the yeah. I ain't listening to them on, on Fridays. Tell me what your thoughts. Are we, we starting with love or are we starting with hate? I mean, it must be real. You're only really asking me that question. You know what the hell side I'm just trying to get some fire takes, man. Like, that ain't even a question for that joker. We know what he said. He, he knows what he said. Yeah, the album's good. I just hate his voice. Like, Damn. the best project he didn't probably put out in a while. <laughs> Nip still had to be like. Wait, Nip, did you listen to the censored version, little, though? Because, you know, he's dropping the N-word on it. <laughs> You said what? <laughs> I said, did you listen to the censored version? Because you know you're dropping the N-word on that <laughs> No, I, I, I listened to the real joint. <laughs> okay, okay. He grew his dreads out. I guess we can let him slide a couple times. Okay, uh, here okay. you go. Here you go. <laughs> um, nah, I would say, look, let's be real. You know, I think the question was like, it was overall respect level, but also looking at his discography and all that. I mean, Cole's respected in the game. Cats mm-hmm. ain't out here faking on Cole, like regular artists, like they respect Cole and they know what he about. Mm-hmm. I, I think the fandom is so split because let's be, let's be real. We, f- people forget when Cole first came out, man, Jay-Z was on, on the jock talking about this dude was going to like change the game and hip hop and all that. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, JD, Jay-Z usually endorses once in a few people. I make you actually being honest, J. Cole may be the only successful guy he's ever really endorsed fully. Yeah. That's been fully successful. But anyway, the point he's is about, he came where, in with, where, where, where bleak. Man, you better shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brick is gonna be a good rapper. Uh, so, but, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, he he came in with a lot of uh, uh, a lot of propaganda. He was propped up by arguably the greatest rapper. I do think he's lived up to the reputation of it. Mm-hmm. That's why he's respected. But I do think the artistry feels a little nauseous. Like the artistry feels like it's a bunch of albums. I could just be like, uh, whatever about. Mm-hmm. And but we know he can rap. Mm-hmm. If that can be the fair comparison of Nas, like Nas, some of Nas albums, uh, but we know Nas can rap. I think J. Cole fits into that category more than anything. And um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I just for me personally, you say what side of the fence I'm on. I mean, I'm probably splitting to get my ass cheeks waxed because I probably like both sides. <laughs> I do like him when he flows, but yeah, I'm not running every Friday. If, if we didn't do this show, I probably wouldn't listen to the album until like next Friday. Like, oh wow. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Like he, I'm, he's not on my list for people to check for if he drops. Mm-hmm. So I just want to fold clothes for you. 
Hell no. <laughs> you shut your monkey ass up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I better stop. That, that's real love. Y'all know about that. <laughs> well, all it takes to get cussed out one time. You wash the wrong red. Stuff bleed over. I ain't dealing with that stuff. Man. That's for the birds. Go ahead, Nip. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think I have the same reverence for him that most people have. And it's not because I don't like. And, you know, I'm a lyrical, miracle rap lover and shit. Mm-hmm. I just. Uh, it, I don't know. I it, I just can't get with his. Once he started doing like crooked smile shit, I was just like, yeah, I'm off because mm-hmm. I can't bang with it. Um, but I don't even think he's like the hottest new Southern rapper. Like I don't, I, I don't want to switch the, st- the topic. But there's cats out here that that go like Crit. Yeah, I love Crit. Crit. Like, I'm a way bigger fan rap, of Crit. Like, than I don't understand how motherfuckers like Cole and then don't really bump Crit. Like I Mm-mm. don't get it. Like do I don't you know understand. people that do that like that. Fucks with Cole and no fucks with Crit. Not to the level of like, oh, this is the greatest rapper of we platinum off of the all that cool shit. Like they go crazy over Cole. Like motherfucker, listen to Crit, but they don't. Like he, Crit is a way better rapper, and he makes it all. Cole makes beats too, but uh-huh. Crit shit hard to me. Crit shit is yeah. hard. That's just he got a good live show too. I don't know if it's a, a dark skin light skin thing, you know. But <laughs> well, you know the machine too, right? Because you know Crit had all those album kind of. What was with the the majors and stuff? He was dealing well, he with was a lot of issues and he ended up Def having Jam. to go. Who's that Def Jam, right? I he think was so. Def yeah. Jam and it was like stuffing him and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. I, but he even still, like, he didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't really bang with Crit until he did that award show joint when um. What's that song he did? He did with some. You know, he got a team of white folks to get on goddamn on TV and shit. God, I forgot man. the name of the song and shit, but when he did an award show. Um, Verse and then everybody was like, "Oh yeah, crit, crit, crit." And that shit lasted for like six months, and then mm-hmm. niggas didn't listen to him again, or or at least that it wasn't a, a a big, you know, raucous like it is with Cole. Like you know, as soon as the beat dropped with Cole, shit, oh, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People yeah. start tweeting about this shit. <laughs> man, you came on vacation just firing everything, man. Huh? You just no nah, unlimited just, clip, huh? Just Cole. Just, just cold. Just cold. That's it. <laughs> Look, when you run the PAWR, you know, you, you can't have no lukewarm take. You got to be all in. <laughs> it's the only time you can give him an N-word pass, too. It's the only album. Because he had, he had a little... And, and keep it a bean, little baby been smoking a lot of shit. He has been. He, he been has. cooking a lot of shit up. And I was hating on little baby when he came out at first. Like, I'm not listening to listen, little baby. And little buddy can fucking rap, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He can rap for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, so. going in. He's going in definitely. Yeah. Um, but if, if, if we give him the rating, the album rating, I'm a uh, lyrical. Co- I'm I'm a cop it. I'm a cop the album. Me too. I'm a cop. Oh, wow. I'm a, I'm a cop the album. It's a good album. It's a it's a it's a good album. Um, his career. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna cop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will agree. I think for me, uh, I think it's a bootleg for me. But I mean. Mm-hmm. That's just because, like you said, I'm not a cold guy, but right. I, and I think for me to cop it, I gotta feel like it's a classic. Mm-hmm. I know, don't get it wrong. I think okay. in two, three years, like you said, the cold, cold fandom yeah. will be yeah. like, oh yeah, it is a classic, and I'm gonna be like, uh, well, yeah. slow down. But uh, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm, I will bootleg it, man. I I, I dug the album. Yeah, that's the bootlegs. What a four. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I would like it too. Um, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But you know, you're right. You bring up a good point, Nip, about that whole. Almost that whole class of MCs that came in together, you know, makes me think of, I think Wale, even though he came in, I feel like a little bit earlier in Cole and like Kendrick, but I always think of in I my head Wale like Wale. 
he might be the best out of that group, but Vale, Kendrick, uh, Crit, J. Cole, um, RIP. I would even uh, throw in what's his name, Mac Miller. Um, just every uh, a bunch of young artists in that that group. Nah, I'm not saying put, I don't think he's as good put as Mac in there. Nope. I like Mac. I like Mac. You never put no goddamn crackheads in there. Don't <laughs> yeah. respect, respect the dead and all that cool jazz, but we not because what? And I like I do like some of Mac. If all right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll come clean. I do listen to Mac a little bit. Some of the joints uh, are hard. I will say that, but we still not bring with the. We not gonna put that. Only is he a client. He's the he's the president. I'm the president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the shirt. Potters against white rappers. Par, par for the course. There you go. But yeah, yeah. Side note: I am looking for Crit to come out here soon. Man, I love Crit. He's one of my favorites of all time for sure. Um, moving on though, we got to get into it. This man's been killing the airwaves here recently. All the scandal, you know, firing two of his co-hosts, and now we got even some more allegations coming up from. A uh, former member of his network, the none know. other than Mister Pump It Up himself, Joe Button. Fellas, let me know what you think about the whole pod he had, and then Rory and, and Malls rebuttal, and then afterwards we can get into a little bit of these allegations. Man, it's just so much going on; it's crazy. Yeah, he having a bad week. Um, I'm gonna start with. Uh, whew, all right, let's start with the 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 Rory and Mall stuff. All right. You know, I came on the last time we talked about this and said I was riding with Joe, like you know, <laughs> he blah, blah blah. But if what they're saying is true, now I would want to see the percentages. But if what they're saying is true, if it was a percentage mm-hmm. deal, yes, you, you need to show me the accounting, you need to show me the money, you need to show me where it's coming from, and you don't need to give me no damn ex- uh, Excel spreadsheet. Like if we was making money now, I probably would send you an Excel spreadsheet because I'm the motherfucker that's putting it together. Yeah. But if you got real licensed uh, accountants that you all are paying. Right. Out of your pot to make sure this is right, you got to give me legal stuff with receipts with everything to know everything is tracking and do that. So I agree with them there. I agree with them on the level of quote unquote verbal disrespect. If you yeah. go and say this is a business, like Joe talking about, oh, it's a business, so you're fired, then you you can't talk in a business no way the way Joe was talking to them, according to them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an HR headache right there in itself. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing. And then on the last part of it, like against the Joe thing, this is like typical Joe behavior, man. Like mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago, Charlemagne said, Joe going to figure out a way to fuck this up. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> was like, oh, no, nah, blah, blah. And Charlemagne was like, nah, like this is what Joe do. Like yeah. Joe just can't be happy with shit. You know, you went into a business with a guy like that and you didn't put any barriers or put any Let's say once you started really popping, you should have started getting other things that you can do mm-hmm. so that if this fails south, you can jump into something new and never miss a beat. So you didn't take the opportunity to build your own brand because it's being real. Joe was well, I would say the things that Joe was trying to write about. Yes, I listen to Joe Button's podcast because of Joe. That was <laughs> the reason why I started watching it and listening to it. Then when Rory and Maul, you know, they were there, and I'm like, oh, I like these dudes too. That's cool. But really, I was there for Joe's hot takes. I was mm-hmm. there for wife beater Joe to go off and do whatever his crazy shit he do. Mm-hmm. Joe does set the table. He does set the table. He does buy the groceries. Rory and Maul probably do some of the cooking, but mm-hmm. I'm with him on that. I'm with him that like, yeah, these jokers is here for me, so y'all eating off of me, yeah. so I should feel like I should have more power. I, I don't disagree with that, depending then- on what the splits were. Yeah, but then why make that why make that contract if, if that's your you can't make me a profit partner 
and then say I'm your employee. I'm not your employee. I'm a profit partner, bitch. Mm -hmm. Show me the accountant. The account that's in the contract. If we're profit partners, the accountant is in the contract. It is paid for. Mm -hmm. Give right. me the numbers. Don't tell me I'm a profit partner, and then don't tell me what we making. How do I right. know I'm, you're not jerk? You can't. You jerking me. And, but and on the other part if of the, start the... acting crazy when I start asking for the accountant, you I right. know you jerking me. Yeah, you're right. Jerking me. Right. Right. And if you okay, man, I agree. And, and then to go from the the business standpoint of it to you want to talk crazy about me about some personal shit and the shit he was he apologized for it, but like oh I didn't ask you for the drive I didn't ask you to have my baby or oh, I mean to show up when I was having a kid and I didn't ask you for um the mall shit oh he was living with me and yeah, he was high <laughs> When I see you, I'm gonna beat you the fuck up. It's not about business no more. You, being yeah, you gotta fight after that. I'm finna fuck you up. And I agree with that part too. But even with the going to that profit percentage thing, it depends what the percentages are too. If Joe owns sixty percent of the company and they were getting twenty twenty, he does have the right to make the call. He should always show because that's part of the contract. That's but what he I'm does saying. have the right to make the calls, like because he's the majority. Yeah, you make, there. Right. Yeah. you make all the decisions. You are the majority. I'm I'm almost certain he is has the majority of the percentages. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't care if I'm getting one percent. Bitch, you're going to show me these books so I know Facts. I'm getting my 1%. Facts. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. 100%. That's, that's hands down. You start getting funny and twitch. I'm like, oh, you can't audit me. No, bro. This, this, this. And then for, for if it's true, for Roy to say, oh, I found a $400,000 mistake. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. doing wild shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but I would say the, the, I'm the not parts where to work. The parts yeah. that I, I don't get with Rory and Maul for them is this is what I don't get. You've been dealing with this for what six years. I wouldn't have only dealt. I would have dealt with it for like up until like year two, maybe year three. Like you, you can't be dealing with this for six years, and then all of a sudden now be trying to like almost oh, share our side of it. No, your side is that after three years of this shit, you should have been like, we can't do business if you ain't trying to do business. Mm -hmm. That was six years. Like yeah, Joe getting funky with your ass because he been getting funky with you and you let him do it. Yeah. So he's going to keep doing the same shit that he's been doing to you until you put your foot down. Six years later, putting your foot down when all this money's starting to tumble in. Yeah, that's crazy talk to me now. It's like, okay, you should have been doing this when the money was minimal and being like, nah, bro, we, we got to see the financials as part of our contract. Let's handle business. Mm -hmm. Don't give me this six years later with all the money falling in. And now you want to be worried about where every penny and every dime going when I know you were asking for it, but he was disrespecting you and not giving it to you. You should have You should have halted that shit early, man. Yeah, but I don't think they really asked for it. They didn't have a contract until the Spotify shit happened. That's only two, three years ago. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't about money. Ago. Yeah, now when we start, and I, I ain't gonna hold you. If if me, if, if we have a friendship and I don't want that, I'm not gonna go too hard about the business shit. I think the catalyst for this shit, if it, if it were me, the catalyst mm. would have been the Spotify shit. It would have been. Right. Like, if we're not really making no money, like, even now, if somebody comes and is like, oh, you know, we're going to subscribe. We make a Patreon. Motherfucker subscribing for fucking a dollar. I'm not going to be like, yo, Jay, I need the fucking books from Spotify. Nothing like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ask for that shit. But if we get a fucking multi-million deal, and then when it's time to re-up, you start denying shit, and you making moves, and it's like, I'm starting hearing millions instead of thousands. It's like, yeah, all right, player. I'm going to not... <laughs> if I'm if if, if you if you want to start talking contracts and all this shit, yeah, I'm gonna have to see some shit. But not off of no the beginnings, like it don't matter. Anything my thought about it will be everything that we make, regardless, will be going back 
into it. Like, I don't want right. no fucking money from it. If we even mm -hmm. if we if we start making a, a few thousand dollars, it's like I don't want the money. Let's put it back into something that we can absolutely reinvest in the shit and get later. But if we mm -hmm. start talking about now, if if you start pulling up and goddamn. Maseratis and shit like, hey, fellas, you know, I got to come out, plan like. Shawnee CJ, bro. talk about some shit. You know what I'm saying? So in their defense, I understand, like, in the beginning, it was like, we not, if we just doing this shit for whatever. And even they both said, like, we doing it. If, if they brought up the, the, the idea of that contract wasn't theirs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't, right, if, right. if that's what, if what they're saying is true, it wasn't theirs. So, it, so it's like, yeah, I'm not going to press you about some shit. If I'm doing this shit and just kicking it with my homie, like, yeah, I'm not really trying to. But, but, but I'm saying that that's it. that's what I'm saying. That's their flaw. Like, they didn't treat it like right, business once business got on the table that's three years ago. That's but what if, I'm saying. Like, but if you my man, the if you my man, if I'm coming to you, if I say, okay, we had this contract and you my man, like, all right, it shouldn't be an issue with like. All right, y'all. This was this is what it is. Boom, 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 boom. If you start talking to me like, "Oh, this ain't your business. I'm not showing y'all shit." If you need your accountant to get your bread, then we can't be cool. Right now, it's something different about like now. It's like, am I your homie or am I like your employee? Like, hey, what are you? Not even an employee because I can I can work for my friend. I've worked for my friends before. That's different. I can work for a family member, and you understand mm -hmm. that dynamic. We not coming mm -hmm. in as you know what I mean. You you. You're disrespecting the contract, and you disrespecting me as a homie. Mm -hmm. Right, like, right, right. Be, you can disrespect the business. I, I don't. It ain't that deep to me. Like if if Gladiator Podcast becomes whatever, whatever. It's like, all right, I was doing this shit off the trip. Like I just love talking to my niggas and hanging out. Whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not that deep. But if you come in here like, hey, man, remember in fifth grade and nigga smacked you and took your foot? Hold up, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, bro, we're not doing that. Like beyond business now. Like now, I gotta see. Now you gotta get touched. Now I gotta put the pause on you. That's crazy. No, yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it's just been it's pretty wild. Um, the back and forth. You know, there's two sides of every story. I think there's a little bit of truth in kind of both of their pods that they release here lately. But I think Joe kind of went way too far with the personal attacks, like you said, especially towards Maul. And then mm. he basically painted Rory as a colonizer, podcast colonizer. Like he, he went in and tried to subvert Maul and turn Maul against Joe and all this kind of stuff. And then it's, you know, it's just too much. I'm like, man, this dude, every couple of years, there's something major coming up. Right. And that kind of leads us into our, you know, next subtopic with this whole hostile work environment um, claim that recently came up from Olivia Dope, who was on the, um, see the thing is podcast and she ended up leaving uh, i think she recently came out with a video speaking about um how joe is kind of making some sexual comments and uh just making it a hostile environment towards her so that's a hostile work environment is basically the situation where um let's say you're working and then somebody may be posting like vulgar pictures around or the conversation just way 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 too spicy for work but it's just going on and you have to be there because you're at work. So you're mm. just sitting here trying to work while you're also dealing with all this kind of negativity and, you know, really aggressive language, you know, sexual language and all this kind of stuff. That's pretty much what a hostile work environment is, you know, in layman's terms. So her having to deal with that and then kind of bringing this to the forefront amidst this kind of controversy of Rory Mo, Joe is having a horrible, horrible, horrible month. What do y'all think I'm about gonna, it? I'm gonna let Nip start there because I, I ain't gonna get canceled. So I'm gonna let Nip have that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get canceled. I think one, the timing of this shit seems like some opportunistic a play 
Okay. One. Number two, if you listen to them chicks' podcast, like them bitches raunchy. Like you, you set the stage for like. I'm not saying you set the stage for disrespect. Mm-hmm. But if we having a raunchy conversation, I'm saying some raunchy shit. And mm-hmm. don't come back and then be like, oh. That's sexual misconduct. Like it ain't like cuz whip the hammer out or like the city or nothing. Like he was just like he said, like they edited it out and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm trying to fuck. Oh, I'm just cute. I don't whatever. I'm trying to yeah. or whatever like that. All right, like it's so like all right, I didn't touch you. Like what, what? like we they having conversations about oh I would give dude this this ad. Like the conversations get crazy on they on they little podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't turn around now and be like, oh, this is this is way too much. Now, when she's talking about he went to give her a hug and start gyrating his hips and shit. All right, yeah, buddy. Like, I, if I if somebody say they they uncomfortable about me saying I'm trying to bomb, I'm not coming in for a hug. Like that's mm-hmm. that shit is out of pocket. But all this, oh, I'm about to drop this now. Now the shit is falling apart, and the scrutiny is on Cuz. I'm about to put the screws to him, and mm-hmm. he said he was trying to bomb. Like I'm not riding with that now. But if he got up and got the trying to slide the wood across your hips and shit on the hug. Like yeah, you out of pocket. Like that's that's yeah, you wild. Like you yeah, you gotta you gotta sit that down, champ. Yeah. I don't we'll think see. it's anything illegal about it, but you can't be out here just you know <laughs> growing growing groping and shit. Like you can't you can't do that. Well yeah. good. I'm glad uh Nip got that out the way. So my, my take is very easier compared to that then. <laughs> 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 I'm with them. Once it gets to physical, that's a different different game. I uh-huh. do think sometimes people blur the lines between the the quote unquote character we portray versus the actual person that is outside of the character. Uh-huh. So, like us, we we pretty much talk the same way when we're not on camera, but we're probably a little bit more vulgar off camera than we are on camera. Let's, especially me and Nip. Chris mm-hmm. kind of toes the line. He gets a little more, but he ain't as bad. Me and Nip get real wild off the camera. Like, me and Nip being like screaming matches with each other before <laughs> hit rolls. So, and, but it's all love. Like, it's nothing like we, we're just that's how we yeah, always communicate. Yeah, that's how we get down. So, uh, but with that being said, like, Joe is who he is all day, every day. Like, he may turn it up a little bit for the podcast, but that's mm-hmm. him. I don't think Joe always understands that everybody's not like that. And I'm not mm-hmm. giving him an excuse. I'm saying that that's where I think the line, lines get blurred with Joe. Even with the Rory and Maul thing, with all of it, Joe thinks, oh, well, these are my boys. These are always my boys, no matter if it's business or it's a show or for you on the streets. And it's like, nah, that's we in different lanes now with them. And then mm-hmm. with old girl, I think he took the persona on the show, because I agree with you, Nick, it's a raunchy show, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, they, they, they give it up like this when they off the show, too. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not true for all of them. Some yeah. of them probably is real, way more real low, low key when it's off of it, or don't really vibe into that raunchy stuff when it comes to men talking that raunchy stuff to them. Mm-hmm. They probably cool with it when it's women on women talking that raunchy stuff. So it's different complexities to that one. At the end of the day, if she didn't voice a problem or complaint to him, I kind of feel like, how do you want him to be any different to you if you ain't say nothing? Now, if she mm-hmm. said that, hey, I had numerous talks with him and agents and whoever whatever to be like this got to stop and he didn't do it then absolutely you know you got to bounce and you got to you know handle that another way but from the vibe i got is like she really didn't this is like her first time really speaking speaking on it she just kind of dipped and quit and everybody's like oh why did that happen and everybody was like oh yeah she sent her her lawyer talked to his lawyer and then i don't think it was a a thing of like i'm uncomfortable in the workplace i think it was just like straight up 
I'm out. This this one instance was enough for me, and I'm yeah. right. Bouncing shit. Yeah. But I mean, just looking at it from an HR perspective too, you got to think when your boss, for all intents and purposes, is kind of coming. Like you said, there is a, a sexual, you know, or not orientation, but like a a, a gender piece that goes into it right because they're all women and then he's a man coming into their environment there's also the fact that he's their boss too mm-hmm. so that could have a chilling effect on her wanting to be vocal about what happened because you know oh this is your boss you know what i mean i don't want to rock the boat too much you know what about the job you know he could blackball me from the podcast community all this kind of stuff so there's a few there's a there's different levels to it really but um i'll be interested to see what happens i mean like you said, the timing is kind of like, uh, like why do this now? You know, you of course would we'll like to see the people feel like they have the power to come forward, you know, as soon as possible. But again, that always isn't the case. You know, maybe she just ended up drumming up the courage now. But I will agree, it's a little bit kind of like, uh, well, you know, you see this going on with him. Is it like a power law effect? You know, what can you say? But we'll, we'll see how he bounces back. I'm interested to hear this next episode on Wednesday. I'm definitely going to tune in. One thing I want to see is the ratings for his show over the, this past month because I'm trying. I, I'm feeling like they're spiking. Like yeah, people are bootlegging the podcast off of Patreon. Like you can yeah. find the YouTube uploads on there, mm-hmm. so you know it's hot. Like if somebody takes the time to bootleg something off of Patreon and upload it, I'm like, man, that's got to be people are definitely invested. So we'll continue to see the, the side show that is the Joe Bun podcast. But um plus Chris, you like it better with Ice and Ish. So you know he he Chris happy about all this. Oh yeah, yeah I like it. I like it better. Like, <laughs> Rory was cool, Ma. I really didn't he didn't do anything on the show for me too much. Just every now and again he would have a good take. But I'm more of a uh I guess a Rory fan. I feel like he kind of brought some insight into things. But I like Ice and Ish and Joe way better. I feel like they're camaraderie and like the, you know their whole mix it, it just flows a lot more especially here recently because there's some tension and stuff but mm. i ain't too mad at it <laughs> but um moving on so we haven't done this in a couple of weeks you know we were going through um our lyric breakdowns for songs that you know our, our parents and grandparents was listening to that really had a lot of innuendos and was really kind of freaky on the low you know they like to get on us about our music these days but Hearing come to find out, you know, average white band cream, they talking about licking it up and all this kind of stuff. And you looking at us <laughs> crazy, I'm like, man, come on. So we wanted to revisit this segment. Um, and one song that we think definitely stood out is Too Close by Next. So we're going to try and break down this song and really get into it. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. So I don't know how much reading in you got to do Boy, it. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't know that was the intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he came in on the intro. That's how he came in. Man. <laughs> Jesus we need to change this from too close to too canceled because this. Joke, it's always there. go ahead and give us a beginning reading here for us. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on, dance with me. You feel that? Wow! That's what Shorty said to Joe. That's what that's that. what uh, Joe said to the girl. <laughs> this is this is what. You done did it? You done did it now? What? I don't remember this. I don't remember that intro, bro. That, I remember he was like, dum, 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 dum. that was before the little baseline kicked in. I don't remember. Oh, that's what the word? I never knew the lyrics to this. Baby, when we're grinding, I get so excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, he out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to fight it. Oh, baby, when you when we're grinding, I get so excited. Ooh, how I like it. 
I try, but I can't fight it. Oh, you're dancing real close, but it's real, real slow. You making it hard for me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never knew the words of this song. I, <laughs> That's know, I never paid attention. The only thing that he said something bump coming through or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He kind of wild for that. I didn't know the whole song was going crazy. <laughs> yeah, this whole jump, they're going crazy. Jesus Christ. Oh, let me see where we at. Uh, oh, the songs on you requested you dancing like you're naked. <laughs> it's almost like we're sexing. Oh, yeah, man. boo, I like it. No, I can't deny it, but I know you can tell I'm excited. Yeah, I, I remember that line. My man had the hammer <laughs> cock back. He about to <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and that's oh, when the girl, this the girl part. Girl like <laughs> I feel a little poke coming through on you. <laughs> Look, but then he clapped back. He's like, look, now, girl, I know you felt it. <laughs> I know you felt it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I can't help it. You know what I want to do. So, yeah, this is definitely yeah, he, flagrant. He's he, he going to jail. Yeah, this red yeah, card. Yeah, this go, red he, card. His ass going to jail. Then he goes back to the chorus. Then he gives me that verse, too. <laughs> Baby, us dancing so close ain't a good idea because I'm going to want you now and here. We all been there before. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you shake it for me. Makes me want you so bad sexually, oh girl. Yeah. And then she had to tell homeboy again, step back. It's kind of close. <laughs> right. I feel a little poke coming through on you. That's when they look over the shoulder, like, what the? Like, oh. yeah, this song might be a little problematic. <laughs> oh my God. He's straight disrespectful. Now, girl, I know you felt it, but boo, you know I can't help it. You know what I want to do. Oh, yeah. So this girl basically just said, look here, bro. Like, we, we, right. I'm just trying to have a good time with my girls. You go I, I give you the honor of dancing with you. Crazy. You can't even control yourself. And then you're going to make it seem like I'm the problem when I tell you back up. <laughs> you want to dance for a Luke Cage status, man. This is a problem. <laughs> and so uh, he hits it with the, I love well, no, she now, now she playing with him. Now she yep, playing yep. with him. That's what I'm about to go. Yes, she playing with him. <laughs> He goes, I love when you shake it like that. And then she hits him with, I see that you like it like that. Come on, girl. Like, you yeah. you, you can't be trying to tell him back up. And now you're going, like, you with it now. Um, man, it's been signals all through this. But let's see the outro. Let's see. <laughs> I like the way you move. <laughs> Baby, when we're crying, I'm so excited. <laughs> you're making me want you. Oh, the way you move. I love those things you do. Because you're a little too close. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, how I like it. I try, but I can't fight it. Oh, you're dancing real close. Plus, it's real, real slow. You're making it hard for me. Man, the masterpiece from Next. Too close, ladies and gentlemen. Who was in Next? Was that Joe? That was uh, Joe. What was it? RL? RL? Or somebody? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> a sexy R&B song. By yeah, man, gets <laughs> by a young woman dancing at the club. Like, what's the dismount? That's that's my question. Like, what is his exit strategy? Because the music cut off. What if the what if that's last call? And the lights get on. You just walking, walking out with the hammer. She said, she said, she see it like that. He walking out with. The, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Hopefully, look, man. I mean, that, that's what we that's what we used to get off, man. I, obviously, man. You know, but you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I ain't gonna cape for him because I feel like that's how you get, you get, you get knocked out for that now. But all I'm gonna say is, <laughs> homeboy made a song about his experience, <laughs> whether right or wrong, indifferent or how you feel. That was his experience, and that's all we can take from that song. 
mean, as, as I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I think I'd have said the cancelable shit, but I think I think we've all been at a party, and you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. it gets a little. Y'all you know saying sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when. To hold them. <laughs> yeah, we didn't all been at the party. You lose some. And then walked up behind the girl, put them hands on that waist, and then if she win it, get it on. If she not, you move on to the next. Like we. It is, yeah, that's it a is. rite of passage. That's a rite of passage. But see, I think it's it's kind of going a little, little like super extra. Like, of course, you go, you know, you can walk up behind, and then sometimes they do the look back to see, like, oh, if they like you or not. And then, like, okay, yeah. they dance or like, oh, they turn around or do something. But to go in, and then you just got the the, the hammer out on her back, like that's. Good. But, uh, but she was she was already from the intro. They was already dancing together. She was already feeling the poke. So now she just playing with cuz, <laughs> which is cool. If we playing a little cat and mouse, you know what I'm saying, and then the night I'm going home, it's all good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to wake up to the to the to the to the police in my door the next no, day. Because no, no. I don't know what I'm saying. That's Back. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you if you talking about I see that you like it, like what you, you are you telling me I like it? Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, all right. No, this is an allergic reaction to the beat. Uh-huh. We're going to we going to four four five Canyon Road. That's what we doing. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, he he put his feelings out there on display. <laughs> he put more than his feelings out on display. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old girl seemed to be interested at the end. I don't know what turned that around, or maybe it was a different young lady. <laughs> but yeah, he might he might have did a couple shots trying to bounce around. But that, that's pretty wild, man. He did a couple shots before he left the house, beginning like that. <laughs> But I've been to a lot of places. They never came on with the straight rocked up off the rip. Like, nah, no, no, you can't, you can't walk in aiming. Nah, <laughs> you must have took a blue chew or something. He was like, look, somebody getting slayed. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of blue uh, chews, <laughs> insert ad here. Hey, blue chew, come mess with us. Oh man. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we also heard. On the music tip, um, Migos announcing they're dropping culture. What is this, culture three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh, June 11th, you know, which of course is right in time for Juneteenth on June 19th. So, you know, they on the wave, they're they right there with it. That's going to be the soundtrack for, <laughs> for the holiday day already. So, you know, we, we locked and loaded. Are y'all looking forward to culture three, fellas? Uh, I'm gonna give y'all an unexpected answer. Yes, I love my dumb ass. <laughs> Bopping, jamming ass music, dog. I do yeah. like I. So I will say this: I do, um, rate or expect different things from different artists. Like yeah. I'm not coming looking for lyrics. I'm not. All I'm coming is this shit jamming. That's mm-hmm. it. And I know they should be jamming. Yeah. And I can't. It's getting hot outside. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I mm. can't wait, dog. Did you hear the single straightening? I like it a lot. Yeah, don't nothing get straightened but straightening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think that dude was talking about that boy. Didn't they beat up I'm, some dude? He was talking with all the dumb shit. Yeah, I'm with all the dumb shit. <laughs> Ain't nothing straightened. Oh, Jay, what you think? You looking forward to Culture Three? <sighs> I know I am. You know, I know when people they're gonna see me in the streets. I may get a couple shots thrown at me because I'm in you know close to Atlanta. I am not an Amigos fan, bro. I am not. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. I tried Culture 1, 2. 
I, I tried. I, I tried it with all of them. Even did the individual albums. I tried. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it's just something like, now don't get me wrong. They stuff at the club be going in. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But I don't listen to what they got to say in the club. I just, you know, people be around here riding with it. But also mm-hmm. in respect, I'm not a future guy either. Cats around here, mm-hmm. they be ready to knife fight me. I'll be like, oh man, I don't think future that good. They be ready to like stab a brother if I say Mortal Kombat. God, yeah, oh, straight 100%. Not the one that, not the whack ass movie we just came out, but the old school one. But nah, like I'm just gonna be real. I'm not a amigos guy, so I'm not gonna be checking for it, man. I'm and I'm pretty sure because you know what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna check for it, but we do this show, so I'm gonna listen. And everybody gonna tell me how it's the hottest thing in the streets. And I'm just gonna be like, okay, all right, I'm with you. Now you so. can't listen to it sober while you're riding in your car with your kids in the back. Like, nah, you got to be. You got to be in somebody's basement or you got to be in somebody's <laughs> club sweating, liquor pouring, you know what I'm saying, grooving. Then you, oh, all right, yeah. yeah. You gotta, Is that when the poke come out? Then you go, then you go let the party come <laughs> 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 You poking on Migos? You poking on me? If you poke on Migos, you're a sick dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wild dude. You're hey, a wild man, dude. Wow. Come on, Talking about something ain't nothing straight but the straight. <laughs> Come on, bro. You you definitely gonna get straight. We ain't gonna act like. To... Come on, man. When Skillet came on, Shorty was throwing back back in the day. That's true. Facts. Facts. You definitely not should be. You shouldn't be standing at attention with Big G talking. When Shorty <laughs> throwing, when Shorty throwing it at you, that's what it is. Oh man, we, we going there. Mm-mm-mm. I know. Um, I mean, one of my favorites from them. I always. Like hearing that song, the Emmett Smith. This was like one of the old jumps. I just like the intro. I think it was like takeoff or something. Like coming, like, all right, he's down on the 20, 50, 30, touchdown, touchdown, Emmett Smith, touchdown. Like they would just go in at the intro. It was hard. I like that song a lot. So I've, I've been a, a big Migos fan for a while. My cousins put me on. Shout out to Ken and Kellen, ATL. Definitely put me on a while ago, and I've been rocking with them ever since. Who so had the, um, I can't remember if it was them or Race, 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 or. Well, how do you say that shit? Ray Trimmer. Trimmer. Oh, the stir-fry stir joint. Was that Ray Trimmer or that was Migos? That, that was Migos. Yeah, the stir-fry joint. The kitchen oh, that's yeah. like the stir-fry. Yeah, that's yeah. my joint right there, boy. You know what Nip, we know what Nip was poking on, bro. <laughs> that chicken teriyaki. That's <laughs> my my lady. Would you like a drink? Would you like to dance floor? <laughs> take one. Take one more sip. <laughs> Crazy, the oh raise. Uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, I mean, I mean, shout out to him because I know it's gonna be a banger, and I know it's gonna at least be three cuts on it that's gonna play in every club for the rest of the oh, summer. Yeah. I got Easy. it. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm all in support. It's just, yeah, am I excited? Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm kicking it. But you know what? I need to hear. I need to hear something. Something about repoing that whip. I gotta hear some kind of bars about. Ooh, the oh, you gotta talk about that. Yeah, that has gotta be in there. And that's when they're gonna cut the beat, and everybody in the club yeah. they're just gonna say it at the same time. Oh yeah, I'm with that petty shit. Like that. I do all that petty shit. <laughs> oh, I had your phone. We break the phone off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better get I that get track card. Call me Petty Pendergrass, Petty Murphy. I'm all that. <laughs> oh, I'm all that. I'm super petty. Look, that's your I, new I AKA Petty Pendergrass. Look, you coming? You think you, think you finna ride another nigga around in this belly? Nope. Run that. Oh my god. Nah. <laughs> Woo, that's, a that good one. that's a good one. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
<laughs> Moving right I can along. See the, I can see the women just lining right on up for you, Nip. Lining <laughs> right on up. I'm super petty. That's hilarious. So rounding out the show, we want to uh, end up. So we recently got news. Um, there's actually going to be a Wilder versus Fury 3. Uh, so I believe the the gentleman in charge of brokering the fights between the two ended up siding with um, Deontay Wilder and, and saying, like, yeah, this is going to be a third fight going on. And uh, Twitter has definitely been uh, speaking about this a lot. So I just want to get you all's opinion. Are you looking forward to this? Or you think that uh, Fury just got this in the bag? They might as well not even yeah. have a third. Which y'all why, think? Don't, why don't get his ass beat? <laughs> That's my only take. You <laughs> get his ass whooped. That's what it is. <laughs> He got his ass whooped in both of the first joints. Mm-hmm. And he got his whooped again. He can't box. He can knock motherfuckers out now. If, if he's lucky, and, and I'm not gonna say if he's lucky enough to catch it, because he caught Fury, and then Fury yeah. rolls up like the goddamn Undertaker and then proceeded to beat the shit out of Wilder <laughs> in the next five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. God damn! Like it's the it, he his only his 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 claim to fame is the knockout. Mm-hmm. We thought he had knocked Fury out. Fury rolls back up like I don't know what I don't know what he got in him. Like that's what's the what he call himself? The gypsy? Gypsy King, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had that gypsy shit in him. He Dang. rolls back up and proceeded to beat Wilder's ass. I don't if the knockout don't don't work, that's it. Yeah. That's his yeah. ass. We'll see. I mean, and you think like go get some revolutionary tactics or something because this shit ain't working. I mean, I don't want to count him out, but at the same time, you got to think, okay, you know, you're trying to catch up to Fury's skill level, but Fury's still going to continue to train and, and, you know, reinforce his techniques, you know, figure out new ways to get in there and pick you apart. So it's kind of like he's fighting an uphill battle. I'm not going to count him out completely, though, because he does have enough power. Like, if he lands clean, he could do some damage. And, you know, maybe if he has enough opportunity to keep picking up some new skills before the fight, he might have a better showing, which I'm hopeful for. You know, I would like to see a good fight. I think the last one was kind of just like a steamroll. It was it was a little bit crazy to see. And then, of course, you know, we hear the whole, oh, man, my, my Wakanda vibranium wore me out before the fight. <laughs> I came in like Zach the Black Power Ranger and, and got whooped by Lord Zed in the ring. You know what I mean? It's just It was a little bit crazy. Both both of these dudes have disappointed me over the last year or two, man. Wilder and and Joshua, man. They they they, they letting us down. They letting the black brothers down. They out there. <laughs> Goddamn, Joshua got beat up by a uh, uh, a Mexican nigga with a beer belly drinking a <laughs> before the fight. Got his ass whooped. Man, he both of these niggas are fat white boys and they tearing niggas up. These man. boys is bad. Anthony Joshua's cut up like two bags of dope. And he getting beat the fuck up by a nigga that drink Coronas with me on goddamn 63rd Street. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing oh here? My God. Six months ago, Fury was 480 pounds. And he came back and gave this boy the business two, not once, but twice. But it came in like Mr. Bean, too. What are we doing here? This, this is crazy. disrespectful to the sport. This is disrespectful to, to, to goddamn Mike Tyson, goddamn Jack Johnson, everybody, Muhammad oh. Ali, <laughs> George Foreman, Ken Norton, everybody. It's disrespectful. Damn. Hey, look, the last upset is going to be that that Paul kid versus Mayweather. We're going to have to turn it. Everybody going to turn oh, their no, black card oh, if that no. happened. If that happened, we all gonna turn it out black. They might put back in Jim Crow if that happened. We can't let that happen. <laughs> 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 that 
No, no, playing. We can't let that. Joker said, "I got you. I got your hat." <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man. That's crazy, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. I I, I want to see a good fight, so hopefully they can you know put together something for us. But hey, you know, I feel like it's almost like football. You know, they say it, any given Sunday, anytime you go in the ring, anything can happen. So we'll see. Look here, I got a nice little treat for y'all, man. I found your boy, Nip. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't did it. You didn't did it. Yeah. All right. Oh Lord. Oh no, that's all I gotta get y'all, Lord. That. <laughs> What's up now? You didn't did it. I'm gonna use that one. Uh, you didn't did it now. Sushi, sushi, Philly. Oh, don't stop now. You didn't did it. Where you gonna hear? Woo! <laughs> you know what I want to do. <laughs> he told me you ready. <laughs> well, don't Officer. stop now. You done did it. It's your fault. Yeah, he told me you done did it. It's your run. fault. You started. <laughs> We're gonna be like Thanos. Did I am inevitable? <laughs> <laughs> and where did that lead you? Right back to me. Oh man, oh, I can't message y'all, man. It's been a crazy, crazy episode. <laughs> this is a classic right here. I'm calling it in the books already. You know, you've had another Gladiator Cypher podcast episode brought to you by none other than the Head Cannon Circus Productions. Again, be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe to the Head Cannon Circus pages on Facebook, YouTube, and your different digital service providers. We're also on Instagram as well. So be sure to comment. Let us know how you feel. You know, was our close breakup? Was it was it off? You know, ladies, are y'all into that? You know, kind of kind of let us know what you're thinking. Are are we still trashing J. Cole? Did we not put enough respect on his name? Um, you know, are we tr- lunching about J hey, Joe Button? Let us know. But yeah, that's been our episode. We'll be back with you next week. And again, as always, be sure to join the circus. Mm-hmm. Hey dog, you strapped. You know it. <laughs> this, this is a head cannon production. Circus duction. <laughs>